Gray is here. I am. On the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. This, uh, this White House has maybe the most difficult job of making this particular president look good of any White House in the history of this country. Is there anybody that's been more baffling and a bigger buffoon than Joe Biden? And just embarrassing, just yeah. doing embarrassing things. And you wonder, it's so bad, is it on purpose? Yeah. But he is actually just that bad. So. No, he, yeah, <laughs> he absolutely is. And this, this visit from Obama for the day was a disaster. Because Obama clearly doesn't like him. I mean, clearly doesn't like him. Really? We played this uh, yesterday. I didn't notice when we played it, you know, where uh, Biden comes up to uh, Obama, who's shaking hands with uh-huh. a bunch of other people. Yeah. Everybody's ignoring him. So he comes up behind everybody. And then he, he he's yelling at him yeah. to get his attention. I didn't notice that part. Oh, yesterday. really? Because Jeffy was like, watch his hand. He goes on watch his shoulder. His, yeah. Yeah. But look at him. Watch his lips. Uh-huh. Barack. He'll be saying, Barack, in just a second here. (laughs) Barack, you even kind of hear it in the background. Still won't pay attention. He's got him by the shoulder now, talking to him. And Obama is absolutely ignoring him. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that is. Won't even acknowledge his existence. Like, somebody touches you and you don't even turn around and, and say, And they're saying uh, your on. name. Right. And, and it's the is voice saying your name. of the President of the United States. Right. <laughs> that, right. I mean, that, that video could have easily been from 2010. Easily. But that tells you everything mm-hmm. you need to know about the relationship there. That looks like, and I think you have audio. <sighs> I, wow. hope, I hope I'm correct here. Do you have the audio of, uh, hey, Spike, you want to play? You want to play Spike? You know, I mean, oh, yeah, that's exactly right. what that was. <laughs> hey, shut up. Hey, Spike, hey, you want to play ball? Hey, you want to play ball? <laughs> that, that's what it is. Hey, Spike, you want to? Huh? Huh? Spike? That's Joe. Huh? That's Joe. Nah. 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 You wouldn't yeah. like that, would you, Spike? <laughs> hey, Spike, how about we chase cars, huh? Does that sound like fun? Hey, chase cars. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be no, no. fun. <laughs> how about beating up a cat? Would you like that, Spike? Huh? Would you like that? Huh? Spike? You know where is it, a cat? Uh-huh. <laughs> now you got Obama's attention. Yeah, right. Yeah. I swear, <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Great. Really embarrassing. And it's and it's and you're right. It's worse every time you look at it again and again. It's, it's hard just, to believe it's so that bad. There. It's hard to believe Obama has that kind of disdain for him that he wouldn't even acknowledge his I mean, presence there. That's literally... A kid in school. Hey, man. Hey, we're friends too, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm nope. here with the cool kids. No, nope. I don't know. We're not friends. Yeah. We're not friends. I'm not even going to ter- acknowledge your existence. It's really something. Mm-hmm. It is really something. Uh, and yet, Obama was trying to explain it away. Yeah, you got to see the context of that. Uh, we did. We did. We did, actually. Uh, the context is you completely ignoring him he's, almost the whole time. He's just not that into you, Joe. No. Sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> no question about it. Plus, during that speech the other day, I don't think we talked about the fact that he mentioned himself again. I, I'm, me, 
my... What, Obama? Yeah, Obama, oh, 30, shocker. 33 times. 33 times. <laughs> it wasn't that long a speech, either. No, it was not. <laughs> uh, he is he loves horrific. Barack loves, Ob- uh, Barack loves Barack. I yes. think it's fair to say. Yes, but Barack does not love Joe Biden. Uh, you can tell he barely, he barely tolerates him. So, there you go. Yeah. No, no matter what this White House says, I mean that was a clear, uh, a clear blowing off of the President of the United States. He just didn't care about him yeah. at all. And, and don't forget, I mean, he told that joke at the beginning. That, yes. Which, I mean, it. I got it. It was yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except not. Yeah. Because you've once again, to me, that just showed that, yeah, I'm going to remind you of who you are. Yeah. And where your place is. If you missed the joke, Obama said. My vice, vice president. president. Oh, oh, here, here it is. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. <laughs> okay. They love the clap for Barack. Mm-hmm. We got it. Right, have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. Thank you. Thank you. Vice President Biden, Vice President. (laughs) Uh, That's a joke. That's a joke. No, it's really not. I look at him. God, he's just so egotistical. Set up by you. Wow. Set up by you. Wow. (laughs) It's just another little reminder. You're nowhere near my level. And I'm going to put you in your place. Even though you're president right now, it's only because I'm term limited. Nobody would have voted for you if I ran against you. And uh, Just a little reminder there for him. It's It's got to kill Obama that, uh, that, that Joe Biden got millions more votes than him. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's probably more incentive to put him in his place like he just did. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, if I were the White House, I would not invite this guy back again. Um, make sure that you remove all of his passes from him and his clearances and just keep him at a distance because uh, it's not good for Biden. Really isn't. If he was if he was on Biden's side, he would have been out there speaking about it this whole time. He'd be out there helping with his PR this whole time. He would say, you know, Biden has done a great job on X, Y, and Z. He would be saying that. Oh, well, most presidents don't talk about the president that's in office right now. Bullcrap. This guy, (laughs) Barack Obama, doesn't care about any of that. He doesn't care about precedent in this, this, uh, except as it applies to the U.S. Supreme Court, of course. Um, Oh, that's today. That is today. They're gonna vote today to the make history. Vote. Yep. Have we have we defined what a woman is yet? Have we come to a consensus on that? No, I'm not a biologist. We need some. We need a team of biologists to get together. So at one point, I heard that this was going to be the first black woman Supreme Court justice. I don't know if that still applies in 2022, but right. That that was the original reporting on this nomination. I don't know where that comes from, though. How do you so, know? Right, right. But. Uh, yeah, this no is good. No way to tell. It's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be really good. Her rulings are going to be awesome. <clears throat> well, according to uh, Mitt Romney, she's qualified and she's honorable. And so, mm-hmm. if she's good enough for Mitt, mm-hmm. that guy, there's another douchebag. I, I mean, <laughs> just 
her record alone should have been it's terrible. enough to. Mm-hmm. It's and of terrible. course, and that was the big attack. By the way, is is asking her about her record. Mm-hmm. And that was the Democrats were so upset. You know how they were constantly bugging her about all this stuff. But the perspective, someone said, yeah, yeah. But compared to asking a nominee uh, if he participated in a gang rape. Now, that was cool. No, that that was totally cool. Yeah. And but don't you dare ask about 40 that. years ago, by the way. <laughs> let's not forget that. It was uh, 40 years ago. Nobody even knew where the party took place, where this all supposedly happened. Nobody knew uh, whose house it was. Nobody knew if it ever really actually occurred. It's un- unreal. So it'll probably be 53 to 47 to approve her today with the three That's what Republicans, it looks like, yeah. Three Republicans joining. Colin Murka- Collins, Murkowski, and Mitt Romney. You know, Collins, we talked about this a little bit on Glenn's show with uh, Stu the other day when I filled in for Glenn. Uh, you kind of understand the Susan Collins vote because she's from Maine, which is a super liberal state, and she has to exist in that state. And so it kind of makes sense that that Maine keeps voting her in office because she's essentially a Democrat. But Murkowski in Alaska makes zero sense. And Mitt Romney in Utah? Come on now. Especially Come when on. their votes are inconsequential mm. in this. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, she's going to get through without your support. And there, he's doing it anyway. Mitt Romney is just trying to be the darling of the media. Well, yeah, and and he, he loves to go against his party. Loves it. He voted against her on her first go around. Yeah, right. It makes no sense. None. He sucks. <laughs> and that's... Romney. That's an understatement. The guy, <clears throat> the guy that that had to win the most important election in U.S. history in twenty couldn't get that done. He had. We had to have Mitt to to uh huh come and save America. Right. And <laughs> I'm glad. I'm just oh, he would have not given us any different uh, nominees than no, Obama. no, and I and I think it actually worked out better in the long run because we had four terrible years with Obama, and that led to. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it had been Mitt Romney, people wouldn't have been probably as fired up about it. And so it was actually probably a good thing mm. when you look back on it. Mm-hmm. Now, yesterday, we missed International Asexuality Day. And that's an oversight by the producer, and I apologize Jeez, for that. Keith, this I'm is so- your job to keep us ab- abreast, if you will, mm-hmm. of uh, days like this. Sorry. It's a it was a day to celebrate and recognize our asexual friends and mm-hmm. everyone who falls on that spectrum. You're seen, you are valid, <laughs> and you are who you are. Wait a minute. Is that the same as it is what it is? It's pretty close. You are who you are? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you just are who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this right here, this chart is it's mental. Look at this thing. The ace spectrum. Buckle up, y'all. Asexual. No sexual attra- attraction is experienced. Mm-hmm. Flag used for this identity and to represent ace um- the ace umbrella. So you see the, f- the flag there that they use for that. Ace umbrella. Then there's the demisexual. Okay. May experience sexual attraction only once a deep emotional bond occurs. Okay. Hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, and then the gray sexual with an E, not an A. So this is not about me. <laughs> he wants to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. This is not me. Gray sexual experiences sexual attraction rarely and or weekly and or 
ambiguously. Okay. What? I don't know. I don't know. And that has a special like, flag. Their definitions don't even make sense. Yeah, that's right. Then some more uh, ace identities. Oh, cool. And what is ace? Is it asexual? I don't know what that curious, is. Curious. I don't know. I, you I don't might know be onto something there. I'll look it up. Uh, and so there's ace flux, with which is an orientation which fluctuates across the ace spectrum. Oh, I thought it was going to be like acid, acid reflux. No. <laughs> no. Okay. no, it's not that. Not my bad. Quo-sexual? Quo-i-sexual? Unsure whether you experience <laughs> sexual attraction. <laughs> what is... How is that possible? Stop! <laughs> yeah, I don't know me, so I can't really tell you. I don't know. <laughs> Cade sexual, C-A-E-D sexual. Cade sexual. Previously... Allosexual. Well, they don't even have that one on here. How now asexual due to post uh, past trauma. What? They don't even define <laughs> no, don't. allosexual. They, I've never heard of allosexual. Is that like comes in a plant and you break it oh, off? Oh, like for, from the aloe vera plant. Yeah. Uh huh. sexual, opposite of demi attraction, dissipates once a bond occurs. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's, Wait, uh, that's. Hold on, I think that's called... That's uh, counterproductive sexual right there. That's, um... <laughs> isn't that just lust? Yeah, I guess. Wait. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not interested in you now that I'm in love with you. Uh-huh. I don't want to do anything. Happening? Now you just don't appeal to me. And by the way, ace is short for asexual. It's like the hip way to say okay. asexual. Egosexual? This is like... Like, uh... Let go of my egosexual? Like, let go of my egos. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going with that. Oh, sorry. A disconnection is felt towards the subject of arousal. (laughs) Okay. And then there's autosexual. Sexual attraction is primarily or exclusively felt towards oneself. Oh. Oh, is that? You're only turned on by you. Oh, so that's uh, Barack Obama. (laughs) Yes. Falls into that category. Yeah. I think that's safe to say. Our society is There's only one person who can get me excited, and that's me. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> you got to That is something else. I have never heard of any of those. No. No. Except no. obviously asexual uh-huh. we've heard of. But the rest of that stuff completely new to me. Yeah. They continue to make stuff up yeah. and put people into these categories almost daily. I don't feel bad about not knowing this chart by the no. way. No. No, I don't. <laughs> Man, I don't feel unhip at all. That is unreal. That's where we're at, huh? Yeah, that's where we are. Society is in, it's just healthy. Exactly where we are. Uh, And what's great about this is these mentally challenged people, these troubled individuals, Mm -hmm. want your kids. Another teacher uh, did a video reacting to the Florida anti-grooming law. The don't say gay bill is actually also the don't say straight bill. Here's a section if you wanted to pause and screenshot. Because of Florida's choice to keep things vague, so there's a big umbrella of which to discriminate, they also included straight people. So these are the straight things that you won't be able to talk about in Florida schools. Oh, we can't talk about this now. Gender signs need to be taken off all of the bathroom doors. You cannot line up kids in girl rows. What are you talking about? Here we go. What does gender have to do with it? That is not a sexual act. Gender is not a sexual act. We're talking about having sex and teaching it to kids. Stop it. This is just bull crap. Mm -hmm. All right.
Let's see what else he had to battle. Your signs need to be taken off all of the bathroom doors. You no. cannot line up kids in girl rows and boy rows. No. You God. cannot talk about traditional families or a family with a man and a woman. Wrong. Because that's heterosexuality. And I don't want y'all no, to talk about that in school. You won't be able to celebrate uh, Mother's Day or Father's uh, Day in school. Okay, I can't you take it anymore. You won't be able to celebrate You don't like this groomer here? School. The guy is so troubled that he associates mothers with sex. Mothers, uh, mother's Day is not about a sexual act. I don't know if you're aware of that. Neither is Father's Day. But it shows just how messed up these people are. The, the activists who must have access to your kids they are losing they are losing because ron desantis is mm. principled and yeah. strong and backs up his words with action and they've gone too far too fast they've gone too far too fast and by the way <coughs> they despise the term groomers to describe them so whenever oh, do you they? get the opportunity hmm? be sure to tell them okay groomer <laughs> because that's exactly what they are yeah <clears throat> yeah. and, and as evidence, who who made this point? Oh, who was I listening to? Uh, when these teachers just in mass are leaving Florida now because of this law, are they not just basically admitting, yep, that's what we were trying to do. And yes. now that I can't do this, I'm leaving. Yeah, it would seem that way. Groomers. And, you know, this thing has just gotten so ridiculous that they had to take Cracker Jack and make a Cracker Jill so that you've got a female representation of it. Although I don't know why uh, there's a need for a female representation because we don't even know what a female is. <laughs> yeah, what a strange time to be doing this. Isn't this it? is so five years ago, man. Right. <laughs> right. Look, at they've even done the five different uh, That's good. packages. That's good. The Cracker Jill. Uh, we got a Cracker Jill remake. Yeah, so what they did is they made the song, and then a guy... Take me out to the ball game, right? Yeah, yeah. and so... Mm -hmm. But um, what's the guy's name? Voiceover Steve, or Steve does voiceovers? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, it's right there. Right here? Yep. Just read my chicken scratch if it... If it was... Uh, they made a song to celebrate the new yeah. product. Steve... Yeah, Steven Voiceovers. Steven Voiceovers. Okay, so what he did is he took these iconic moments in sports history <coughs> and mm -hmm. spliced them in... To the song. All right. And it's beautiful. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to it's the It's all these crowd. dudes playing sports with chicks. Buy me some peanuts <laughs> and Oh, God. No one can stop you if boxing, you have the wrestling. Wrestling. Oh. So Leah Thomas. Celebrating <laughs> women's sports. Cracker Jill. Excuse me, it's man. Celebrating it women's man. sports where dudes are invited to participate. Yeah, and they, they featured that uh, that MMA fighter mm -hmm. who busted up the woman really badly. Uh, like, broke her orbital right. uh, bone structure. Uh, just essentially broke her face. And she was in really bad shape afterwards. Excuse me, it's man. Yeah. It is man. Mm-hmm really sad 
Uh, so you got that going for you. Uh, the women are going to have their place in on Cracker Jack anyway, Cracker Jill. Um, but they don't have a place in their sports. Yeah. B. Bodine mentioned on Twitter, I mean, we're missing an opportunity. <clears throat> we should really take the opportunity to, to protest the use of the word cracker here. Okay. Mm. Okay. This has become a, yeah. a mainstream thing. And no one's even talking about that. We're talking about the women's sports and stuff. <laughs> Let's go. Is it racist or not to use that word? I mean, when did that cracker thing begin? When was Cracker Jack invented? It, it might have been okay to be that racist mm. back in the day, but it's not anymore because we we are woke and we can't allow it. Yeah, I mean, and that used to be the name of the uh, Atlanta baseball team, the Atlanta the crackers? crackers. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Until the Braves came to town. Oh, world huh. champion Atlanta Braves uh, opening day today for baseball. But yeah, and and their logo was a guy cracking the bat. Oh. <laughs> uh. So there you go. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's kind of like the history of the Redskins. It didn't really right. mean what people thought it meant. Yeah, let's see. When did Cracker Jack start? Uh, 1893. Uh, wow. Yeah, at a long the, time. At uh, the Chicago World's Fair. Almost 130 years. Yeah. Alaska Airlines has gone woke with uh, gender-neutral uniforms, personal pronoun pins, and all workers now can use makeup and fingernail polish. Wait. If you were a, a male uh, flight attendant, you couldn't use makeup and fingernail polish if you wanted to before? Would anybody have stopped you? Come on. That's a new thing? Uh, Are they encouraging it now? Is maybe, that what's different? maybe it's being encouraged. <laughs> uh, Alaska Airlines said in a recent statement that it's developing new gender-neutral uniform pieces for flight attendants. Oh, yeah, we, sh- we showed this once Yay. where they held up the pins of their personal pronouns. Uh, so <laughs> they, the, I would actually, if I were a straight dude, straight, whatever, if I were a flight attendant for Alaska airlines, I would wear the, they, them just to see how many idiot passengers actually try to force a sentence to call me that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would answer to anything, Yeah, but I want to see who does the mental gymnastics to try to, to show, to try to basically, um, uh, Capitulate. Well, I to signal, virtue signal. Yeah. Look, look at me. I'm going to say, excuse me, th- what would you say? Excuse me, them? Can I have a Coke? <laughs> what would you, excuse me, they? You'd probably have to be referring to a different yeah. flight attendant. Hey, uh, them just gave me a uh, a Coke and I wanted a Pepsi. Maybe that would be how you could use it. Uh, can you imagine trying to describe someone? Like, it, you're trying to say, yeah, the other flight attendant, um, he, uh, she, uh, them. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> what are you, who? They? Yeah. They, wait, I mean, it's literally our world is an Abbott and Costello bit now. It's crazy. They're also able to wear two earrings <laughs> per ear and single stud nose piercings, which is, I mean, how long have we been screaming about that? <laughs> why? Why can't my male flight attendant have a stud nose piercing if he wants? It's all about making sure everyone can bring their best and most authentic selves to work and to be an inclusive and welcoming environment for employees and guests alike. In its statement, the airline introduced readers to Jason, a flight attendant by day, <laughs> A drag star by night. Okay, here we go. Jason uses they there. 
as his pronouns, and he wore a dress to his senior prom and came out at the event. Isn't that wonderful? Wait, wait, they there? That's wonderful. What a courageous Can't be doing that. Mm -hmm. No, we're going old school. Old school being they, them. It's they there for Jason? They there. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't do it to make anyone uncomfortable or to be the first, Jason said. I did it for me, and that's all that matters. Well, good for you. I did it because my dad left home when I was an infant. Monique is female, but wears a male flight attendant uniform, complete with tie, button, shirt, and pants, because that's what Mo feels best. (laughs) I love who I am, said Mo, (laughs) and refuse to make myself smaller in order to be accepted. This is one thing that I can't compromise over. We all want to look professional, and we all want to be ourselves at the same time. Your gender shouldn't define what you wear or how you look. <coughs> hmm. Alaska Airlines added in its statement that it has also created personal pronoun pins. We just saw those from the happy employees. Mm-hmm. Employees can wear with their uniforms. Isn't that wonderful? Is it going to be good flights on Alaska Airlines? <laughs> it's going to be a yeah, good, it's going to be good trip. Good, good times uh, ahead for Alaska Airlines and all their passengers. Boy, fly the very friendly weird. skies. That's going to... Really weird. It's going to be interesting. <clears throat> what a world. Now, back in November of 2019, Dennis Prager tried to warn us all of, uh, of this insanity that was coming. And he was, of course, mocked for it. Here's a look at that. These are giant left-wing lies. We're talking about degrees. To say that men can menstruate (laughs) is a lie. (laughs) And that is now, that is what is said. Wait, 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 where did that come from? I never heard it. You never heard it, right, okay. Check it out, folks. Check it out. Anyone who says a man cannot menstruate is considered transphobic. I I missed this whole story. You you did? I did. Yeah, that's the problem. Pause it for a second. Just Google it. That's the problem. The left doesn't know any of this stuff. A lot of times, they're completely ignorant of just how extreme all of these activists are. I mean, the menstruate thing is is not even that's not even mentioned anymore because it's just accepted that men can mes- menstruate, <laughs> that they can have children, that they can be, get pregnant. Yeah. All of that stuff is just accepted now. And I genuinely believe that everybody on that panel, other than Dennis Prager, Bill Maher included had no idea what he was talking about right however i think bill maher is intellectually honest enough that he should have dennis prager back on to address as a man you should. were you were ahead of the curve i'm sorry yep. we laughed at you, you were dead right and we mocked you mm-hmm. see the rest of this can men menstruate who, who is saying this you're who talking saying about a very small no, percentage. Oh, really then how do you allow men biological men to run against women in in the races in connecticut and set all the high oh, school oh, records okay i but that's oh, they, they're called men but what, the nation but what? i wouldn't said they're they're, okay, they're women okay, but i would agree with you on that the way you framed hmm. it is nonsense what no i framed it perfectly accurately. no 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 you didn't what you're talking about is yes someone who is transgendered was a man now claims to be a woman is a woman okay uh, is beating the dog out of other women in the race because of course they have more muscle mass and even martina navratilova came out and said this is ridiculous you might not you might as well not have women's sport this is a far cry from saying men can menstruate i agree but I that's agree. not where anyone yes. went with that, oh, that but is you not true. okay at the university of berkeley men's room tampons are mm. given out <laughs> Check it out. 
UC Berkeley men's rooms yeah. have tampon dispensers. Would you, would you say that's Dennis, probably because that men are whipped and their girlfriend uh, said, go get me a tampon. <laughs> that's why. That's a, that's a much more that's logical. Okay. okay. All right. Moving on to the next. Dennis, I remember you in the old show. You were a little more reasonable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, what did I say that wasn't under you? You, the, you said you that, that we think that men menstruate yes, and yes. no one does. We no, never no. Even, Have you heard about it? Uh, I'm a I, I missed that one, I confess. And this is one of the oh, premier reporters. I mean, he knows everything. These, are, this, these, these people are very. He's yes. a doctor. Okay. He's one of the great. I would make a friendly bet that, you, that the LGBTQ okay. normative statement is men okay. can menstruate. That's. That's true. That was only three years ago. That was 2019. Less than that, right? I mean, do do you guys read anything but the New York Times and the Washington Post? Do you watch anything but MSNBC and uh, CNN? Clearly, the answer is no, they don't. Uh, they're stuck in their own little worlds, and they just don't know what's actually going on. They always mock the prophets, right? Yep. Yep. <sighs> Man, we've come a long way in a short amount of time gone from that to now Bill Maher understands that Dennis Prager was exactly right. Well, I tagged Bill Maher on that clip last night on Twitter, and I would love to hear his response because I I think that he would probably fess up and say, wow, I was totally wrong. I would hope so. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Carl Smith tweets. Today, the Senate makes history by confirming a Supreme Court justice qualified only by being non-white and alleging to be a woman. From Hammer and Hank Gray's Bat Boy, uh, Joey was ticked off because he thought Obama had jumped ahead of him in the Putin line. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Can't have that. The Steve 42, what the whole Democrat Party is doing is called elder abuse. From Lone Wolf, in addition to his dislike of Joe, you have to factor in Obama's narcissism. He was busy soaking up the adulation of all the sycophants and toadies. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He is as egomaniacal a person as I think I've ever seen. Did you see that the, uh, the, uh, what Greg Abbott is doing because of the uh, title? 42 mm-hmm. restrictions being lifted now. Mm-hmm. So what they want is a flood of illegals across the border. And and they're going to get it because they're sending the message that, hey, it's okay to flood into our country illegally now. Again, uh, it wasn't okay during Trump, but now oh, uh, Biden doesn't care. And he, uh, he, well, he does. He wants you to come. So they're going to remove all of the restrictions that had been put into place. So, Texas Governor Greg Abbott ordered state troopers to begin stopping and inspecting commercial vehicles coming across the U.S.-Mexico border, and he said bus charters would be offered to take illegal migrants to Washington, D.C. So when they come across uh, illegally into Texas... We're going to put them on put them on buses and send them to Washington DC. Yeah, we have a video of that. It's pretty fun. I like it. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Second, to help local <laughs> officials 
whose communities are being overwhelmed by hordes of illegal immigrants who are being dropped off by the Biden administration. Mm. Texas is providing charter buses <laughs> to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C. <laughs> we are sending them to the Good. United States Capitol Good. where the Biden administration will be able to more immediately address the needs <laughs> of the people that they are allowing to come across our border. That is so fantastic. That's just total frustration. Yeah. Look, if you're going to keep doing this to us, you're not on the border. We're the ones that have to deal with your crappy policies, with your suicidal policies. So guess what? Uh, we're going to show you what, what it's really like to have these people just show up yeah. at your doorstep. And I think that I see something where they said, uh, it'll be voluntary. Okay, yeah, sure. Tell them that uh, this bus is going to Disney World. And say something got lost in translation. I'm sorry they got on that bus and it was voluntary. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just get them on the bus. Yeah. Uh, what what is this voluntary nonsense? Mm-hmm. They broke our law. They they don't get to they don't get to then determine whether or not they stay in Texas or go to DC. Yeah, you want to stay in this country? Okay, um, fine. We're gonna drive you to K Street. Mm-hmm. Some of you were driving straight to the Capitol. Some to the White House, so I mean, just you can pick one of those buses. Drop them off right at the White House wall. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, some of the buses need to go to Delaware. Yeah. To his house there. I'm okay with that. In Nancy Pelosi's neighborhood. I'm okay with that. Good. Just put them in these northeastern uh, states and cities and let them deal with it. All right, these are your policies, so you deal with it. We're tired of it. Mm-hmm. Sick and tired of it. Yeah, all these ranchers, all these poor landowners in Texas, and we talked about some of them the other day, where you know they're continually on guard for people coming across their property they don't know that are here illegally that they don't know if they mean criminal intent to them or not. Can they go outside in the dark? No, not without carrying weapons and being afraid for their lives. We read from that one lady who can't play in the yard with her kids without uh, having a sidearm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Every time she goes outside, she's got her sidearm. Yeah, constantly having to get them out of her yard from congregating on the driveway and stuff. I mean, just a nightmare. And for some reason now, we're going to give them cell phones? The the illegals are well, getting cell phones. That's if they get through the razor wire. Not a joke, to quote Joe Biden, that Greg mm-hmm. Abbott's laying down in the riverbed where it's low water. Yeah. Uh, so if they get through there, then yes, I guess the Biden administration going to provide a... A cell phone. And Saki was asked about this yesterday. Thank you, Jen. First, on immigration, our team in Texas is uh, saying that you guys are starting to give smartphones to border crossers, <laughs> hoping that they'll use the phones to check in or uh, to be tracked. I, which part of that is supposed to deter people from crossing illegally into the States? Well, I, I think you of all people, since you've asked me a range of questions on this topic over time, would recognize wow. that we need to take steps to ensure that we know where individuals are and we can track in, and we can check in with them. Mm. Going to mm-hmm. check in with them. Don't forget your court date. Wink. Uh, Did she get? You know, I know Jen's always given the passive aggressive attitude to yeah, the reporters yeah. there, but yep. I don't know that 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 time felt a little personal. The way she was, oh, like, it is. No, that that time when she was like, it "Well, is. you've asked me this question uh, over a lot of time." I think there's some tension there with her leaving, and because uh, she was talking to Peter Ducey, and I bet but there's a rift now because mm-hmm. she probably didn't clear it with him, where <laughs> she took that MSNBC job. Yeah, that's assuming I think they hate each other. I think she hates his guts. Yeah, I do too. 
Uh, Senator Joe Manchin <laughs> of West Virginia and other Democrats have issued statements speaking out against the plan to terminate the Title 42 order. Uh, CDC announced that the order will be nixed effective May 23rd. So even with the policy in place, uh, we have we've been facing ongoing massive flows of illegal immigrants. But the move could worsen the already uh, bad problem. Today's announcement by the CDC and the Biden administration is a frightening decision, according to Joe Manchin. Title 42 has been an essential tool in combating the spread of COVID-19 and controlling the influx of migrants at our southern border. We're already facing an unprecedented increase in migrants this year, and that will only get worse if the administration ends the Title 42 policy. We're nowhere near prepared to deal with that influx. Until we have compromised bipartisan immigration reform that commits to securing our borders and providing a pathway to citizenship for qualified immigrants, Title 42 must stay in place. Hmm. How is he a Democrat? <laughs> He's not the only Democrat senator speaking out. Mark Kelly and uh, Kirsten Cinema of Arizona also were alarmed by the potential move. This is the wrong decision. It's unacceptable to end Title 42 without a plan and coordination in, process, in place to ensure a secure, orderly, and humane process at the border. From my numerous visits to the southern border and conversations with Arizona's law enforcement community leaders, mayors, and nonprofits, it's clear that this administration's lack of a plan to deal with this crisis mm. will further strain our border communities, according to Mark Kelly. Isn't Mark Kelly, is he the one that was, uh, isn't he the astronaut? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm kind of surprised that this is coming out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Well, border state, Arizona. Today's decision to announce an end to Title 42, despite not yet having a comprehensive plan, shows a lack of understanding about the crisis at our border, according to Cinema. And Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire issued a statement warning that the move will likely result in a spike of immigrants. Yeah. Think Where are you getting that? Where are you getting that? Whoa, you're going out on a limb there, Puddin. So, That's... I mean, it's an executive order. Yeah. So, yeah. just like everything that Trump tried to do and get through Congress when he had a Republican majority in both. It's all being undone. It's being undone because they were executive orders. Mm. GOP sucks. They've been ineffective. I'll say that for them. <laughs> That's him. a good way to sum it up. They've been They've really been ineffective. ineffective. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Raycon earbuds. These are fantastic. I, I love mine. I, I don't know how we lived life before Raycon earbuds, really. <laughs> the wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you wherever you go. Because no matter how much you shake things up, move around, Literally, no matter how much you shake, you won't know uh, because you know they're not going to fall out of your ears. So you're not going to lose them. They're not going to continually fall. It's so irritating when they continually fall out of your ear. Eventually, you just give up on your earbuds when that happens. But uh, these have uh, all kinds of different shapes and sizes to fit your ear, and you're going to find one exactly right for you. Their everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. There's also awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings. So you can take Raycons with you wherever you go. You get the optimized gel tips for the perfect 
in-ear fit. They're comfortable. They don't fall out. They don't budge. They're fantastic. And at about half the price of the massively expensive uh, Apple earbuds. And they sound just as good, if not better. Right now, you can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash gray. That's B-U-Y raycon.com slash gray to save 15% on your new Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash gray. Pat Ray. And this is great. Speaking of the border, border agents already stressed out, stretched thin. Now they have to use politically correct pronouns. (laughs) (laughs) Battered by COVID-19, waves of illegal immigrants and fears of even larger surges ahead, uh, Customs and Border Protection officers have a new burden. They must now... Be sure to use proper pronouns for the LGBTQI plus illegals sneaking across our border. Now, how do you know? Do they have that written across their head? Oh, they got my, a pen. My, my preferred pronouns are they, them, theirs. Yes. Yeah, they get they got the pen like Alaska Airlines. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So they're all all the illegals are going to wear their pronoun buttons. Yeah. Well, I mean, let me just do some quick typing here. Mm-hmm. See what you're going to want to do is. Um, uh, you're going to want to wear uh, Ellis or Elios uh, for they, them. Oh. Yeah, that's what your pen needs to say. All right. The new requirement was uh, included at the bottom of a much larger announcement by Homeland Security concerning changes instituted on International Trans Day of, vi- of Visibility, facilitating effective communication at U.S. ports of entry and beyond. CBP has provided a job aid and memorandum to all staff that will serve as a guide for facilitating effective oh, communication shit. with these diverse public CBP Shut serves, up. including LGBTQI mm. plus individuals. Mm-mm. The guidance <laughs> includes using gender neutral language and an individual's self-identified pronoun and name. No, no, go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. You know, what's the... Okay, remember when Mayorkas, I, right? Was it him who went down to... I don't think it was him. Who was it went down there to the Border Patrol and they were pushing back on him saying, you know, how it's just not working. What's to stop them in mass, the Border Patrol agents who mm-hmm. are trying to protect this country? What is to stop them from just saying, man, we're not enforcing this. They can get rid of Title 42 all they want. We're, we're not stopping. Ah. Because I mean, it's it's it, I you know. feel like this nation is on the brink of massive civil disobedience or refusing to enforce mm-hmm. bad law mm-hmm. in so many sectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this might be the the most ridiculous of all. Seriously, with all that we have going on in this country, with everything that's happening right now, you're gonna throw this stupid. Re- Ridiculous nonsense out there, Adam, that this gives them another dumb thing to worry about. You're talking about the pronouns? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about everything. I'm saying don't even let them in the country. Like, just line up at the border. Oh, well, that's never going to happen. Yeah. I'd love to see that, but it's not going to happen. Hmm. Certainly not under Biden, that's for sure. Maybe the next president, Donald Trump, 
uh, might do something along those lines. I'm just talking about pushing back, like just your rank and file border patrol agents just saying, I'm not enforcing this now. Yeah. Like and what the Biden administration is telling me to do, let them in, not doing it. I'm tired of, of dealing with this. Uh, our facilities are overrun. The towns are decimated. Mm-hmm. Our nation is is absolutely out of control. Guys, this is where we take our stand. I just I, I, I anticipate something like that very soon. It may not be the Border Patrol. It may be something else, but... But you got to feel for Border Patrol. Absolutely. Their jobs are impossible. Yes. Literally impossible when you've got the leadership that we have. I mean, even under Bush... You had Ramos and Campion, who who were prosecuted because they shot a drug dealer in the butt. <laughs> and then we treated him for free. We nursed him back to health. We sent him back. Then he got the border pass. He could come and go as he pleased across the U.S. border. Meanwhile, uh, Ramos and Campion, the two border agents who were doing their job, uh, they went to prison. They went to prison. And it took... If I remember correctly, like two years, two and a half years to get them set free. And and George W. Bush only freed them on the very last day of his presidency. Insanity. Unbelievable. It was really, really tragic. And that was under a supposed conservative administration. But of course, George Bush was not a conservative. So a drug dealer got a border pass just yeah, to go back yeah, yeah. and forth as he please. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a we had to get free pass. treatments uh, at the hospital in El Paso. So yeah, it was a border pass. He got to, it was kind of like a hall got, pass. Oh well, no, park pass. School. Like a park pass, like when you go to like Disney Park Hopper. Oh type yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like ah, I'm in America today. Ha, psych! I'm going to Mexico. It was a country hopper pass. Country hopper pass. <laughs> arriba, arriba. Thank you. <laughs> Man, our world makes no sense. It sure doesn't. Sure, sure doesn't. And I mean, H or W. Bush was adamant about about punishing these border agents too. Yeah, adamant weird. about it. That was very, very weird. Very strange. And now uh, it's gotten so bad that that they have to figure out what pronouns they prefer as they're sneaking illegally into our country. I swear, people in this <sighs> government in this administration sit around and try to think of ways to make. Good people, miserable. That's their goal. Whether it's you and me mm-hmm. paying taxes and driving to work and filling up our gas tanks with ridiculous amounts of uh, cost of fuel. Yeah. He's or doing a really good job of it. Or it's good that's... people trying to protect our nation from invaders. Yeah. They're just like, okay, so guys, we need some new ways to make Americans miserable. What can we do? How can, how can we make them as frustrated as humanly possible? Get them right on the brink of anarchy. Let's do that. Oh, that's what... Yeah. A case mm-hmm. can be made. That's mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. they want. I mean, here's the question. <laughs> if you were trying to destroy the country, what would you do differently? <laughs> All right. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Don't forget, Overtime. Uh, this is uh, show number 14 today. Show 14 already. And uh, we want you there with us. So go to uh, blazetv.com slash pat. You'll save... $15 off your subscription when you use the promo code MORE UNLEASHED. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Before we get rolling this hour, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust for 60 seconds uh, because it's important. It's important to have a really good realtor. You know, you don't hire your 
second cousin once removed aunt uh, to do this who dabbles in it part time. That it really doesn't usually turn out well. Feels like there'd be a shorter path to describing that person. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like somebody barely know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or a friend of a friend. A friend of a friend. Sort of thing. Of yeah, that doesn't work. You want somebody who's really committed to their to their craft. And these uh, realtors are. This is uh, Glenn's company, so he has his team really carefully vet these agents to make sure that they've been successful. Because when they're successful, that tells you something. <clears throat> they're going to be able to sell your house quickly and for the most amount of money. Or if you're buying, maybe you're doing both because you're relocating. Well, you need a realtor who's going to get you through that process, get you the most um, money for your house. They sell it in the shortest amount of time. And then the most house for your money when you're buying. Real estate agents, I trust. These are fans of, of the show, of the blaze. And so you're going to get along with them. Uh, it's going to be a great experience. Real estate agents, I trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Got a couple tweets here. Uh, President Vegetable Brain <laughs> tweets, how do you know the pronouns? They all speak gibberish. Oh, Which the- gibberish word is the pronoun? That's a great point. Mm-hmm. How would you know? Yeah. Publius, uh, okay, that's it. All the border agents should go to the hospital for PTSD <laughs> after what this president is putting them through. No joke. Yep. Decaffeinated Texan, wait, a demisexual isn't someone who finds Demi more attractive? <laughs> oh, I guess not. My fault for not doing more research, right, I guess. Right. Yeah. Demi okay. Hey, Demi, I loved you and uh, G.I. Jane, too. Oh, how that, dare you bring up G.I. Jane? Is that too soon? Yeah, too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, we've yeah. got a video, uh, the Will Smith effect. On society. Do we have the clip of the two guys playing tennis? And look at this. After this match? Mm-hmm. Watch this. They're going to shake hands. Watch what happens here. I think I... All right. I think you know. Just slaps him in the face. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh wow. That's good. So yeah. Here we are, yeah, America. Good. All right. Good stuff. So, a good chance. Maybe he just learned that move from, uh, from Will Smith. I guess so. Potentially. Huh. Not good. Nice. Not a good trajectory. Jeez. Oh, you know, in the history of uh, of radio, I don't I don't know how many times we played clips from the Tennessee Valley Authority uh, nominations, <laughs> the <laughs> nominating hearings. <laughs> uh huh. Actually, they're confirmation hearings. Uh huh. Person's already been nominated. Sure. But that's such a tough, tough, important position. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah, you just don't see anything about it normally. But uh, the Biden administration is trying to fill a position, and uh, this happened with with uh, Ernst. What's her name? What's first? Jo- uh, Joni Ernst. Joni Ernst, the senator from Iowa. Right. And so you figure, yeah, this is just going to be an innocuous whatever rubber stamp. All right, you're good. TVA. Mm-hmm. But then this happened. Miss Gear, as you stated in your written testimony. You believe one reason you should be confirmed to serve in the TVA, the Tennessee Valley, is because of your ability to, quote, build relationships and work together, end quote. Is that correct? Thank you, Senator. Yes, that is correct. And you believe civility is a fundamental aspect of your role on the Tennessee Valley Board, if confirmed? I absolutely do, Senator. Yes, and thank you for answering those questions honestly, Mm -hmm. and I think it appears to be a recent sentiment, 
if you'll take a look at the tweet that we also found, mm-hmm. that's me with darker hair, much shorter, in 2015. So you can see that um, Beth uh, Gear tweeted out <laughs> at Fox News and at Senator Joni Ernst, hideous. <laughs> huh. Can you explain that tweet? Uh-oh. I can't read it. I apologize. That's yeah, she just told you what it says. The question, but what I just read it to you. Well, you I, I heard that. Sorry, but what was the quote? The, the quote is: "The new Republican Congress also understands how difficult these past six years have been." From my State of the Union response. And t- well, I apologize if I offended you, and I appreciate your bringing it to my attention. And I do, in fact, believe that civility. Mm-hmm. Uh, is key, and I'm huh. sorry that I did not demonstrate that in your uh, opinion with that tweet. In her so opinion, Spear, we'll, we'll go back to the tweet. Maybe you're t- you've had time to refresh your memory a little bit, and I, I'm not wow. sure if you've made a habit of calling women that disagree with you hideous, mm. or if it was simply an exception. But please let me be very clear. Mm-hmm. I stand by everything that I said in my State of the Union response back in 2015. Folks, this tweet is from 2015. I've heard a lot about tweets in the former administration. This is prior to that. This is not Iowa nice, folks. <coughs> and I'm calling you out. <laughs> mm. uh, Sparks fly at the Tennessee Valley Authority <laughs> confirmation hearing. Yeah, good for her from... Yeah calling her on the carpet like that because they never get called on the carpet or rarely so it's nice to see hideous i i'm not sure what was the quote though that i was calling you hideous it's um, de- i mean what a weird quote to, to really weird to attach the word hideous to i know it was literally just like a statement of fact it, yeah seemed pretty harmless yeah so like in your opinion if you were offended my bad i guess <laughs> what a terrible answer yeah uh, that's great stuff. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, sure, right now Ukrainians in this war against Russia are holding their own. But what we really need to know is what's their vaccination status? Slightly more than one third of the eligible population in Ukraine had been vaccinated for the coronavirus in the days following Russia's invasion. And it's unknown where that percentage currently stands. <laughs> really? Is this what we're going to worry about now? I can't. you got to be kidding me. As of February, February 27th, three days after Russia launched their military operation, 35% of eligible Ukrainians were fully vaccinated. And the seven-day rolling average of new COVID-19 cases was at its highest of more than 37,000. On February 10th, the rolling average decreased dramatically in the following days and the data dropped to zero by March 3rd. It hasn't been updated since the war began. Can you believe it? Why not? The most important, the most important yeah. issue in the world. Yeah. Their vaccination status. And we haven't had an update on it since the war began. I mean, that's unacceptable. Isn't it, though? I don't like that. Are there atrocities? Yes. Yeah. Uh, is Ukraine fighting for their very life? Yeah. Yes. But again, how many people have gotten vaccinated since the war began? 
I mean, this is a cult. Can you please oh. see that if you haven't already? My gosh. I, in fact, Italy wasn't even letting them in mm-hmm. uh, without being vaccinated. I'm, I'm sure there are other countries, oh, too. Oh, the refugees? Yeah, that's just the one that I saw. Prior to the invasion, at least 50,000 people were getting vaccinated daily. But from the start of the military offensive <laughs> to March 15th, only 175,000 people had been inoculated. Oh, my gosh. Inoculated. Maybe, do, I mean, should should we even be helping these people? Mm. We shouldn't because they're they're not getting inoculated. While COVID vaccinations are still being administered in safe places, vaccine distribution is limited to 500 to 1,000 doses per location per day. More than 110,000 Ukrainians have died of COVID, though that total has not been updated either since the invasion began. You know, what's wrong with your record keeping? (laughs) It's unbelievable. Do you have something else more important going on where you can't type in numbers of who's gotten vaccinated in your town? I mean, how tough is it? You know, even if you're it just even if you're dodging rocket launches, you could take I don't know an iPad with you, right, and you. punch in a few numbers while you're on the run. I mean, how long does it take to type in a not a, that long, a word Keith? Or two? Not that long. I don't care. Or a number or two. <laughs> United States, with which authorized a hundred million more in military assistance to Ukraine on Tuesday, has provided more than seventy-three million dollars in COVID-related assistance. And donated almost 3.2 million doses of the vaccine to mm. the nation since the beginning of the pandemic. So why aren't you people writing down how many you've inoculated now? I just got an update on what the hangup is. Rob down the hall just uh, got in my ear there. He said that they, uh, the Ukrainians left their iPads in their rental car. Oh, so, wow. Well, I can relate to that. Yeah, so that's why they can't update the numbers. Okay. <laughs> Too you, soon? Yeah, too soon. <laughs> It'll always be too soon. Sorry. Ukrainians who flee, as more than 4 million have so far and hope to come to the U.S., will have to be tested for the virus. Health protocols governing U.S. refugee resettlement are developed and overseen by the CDC. As with anyone traveling to the United States, refugees are screened and tested for COVID before coming to the United States. <laughs> okay, but we don't have their numbers. Nope. We don't have their numbers. Go back home. It's unacceptable. Just go back home. Absolutely unacceptable. And don't use the line, I don't have a home. Okay? Right. We don't want to hear about that. that. Before you didn't get vaccinated. Thank you. Thank you. Had you been vaccinated, maybe that vaccine would hold off the Russians, too. Oh. You ever thought of that? Look at that. I bet you haven't. Mm-hmm. Also, Cher says, uh, she tweeted out something kind of interesting, that uh, Russian dictator Vladimir Putin should have his... Uh, uh, oh, no. Balls cut off. Whoa. Mm-hmm. His giblets, if you will. <coughs> the singer-actress jumped onto her Twitter account to slam Putin over the week over his attack on neighboring Ukraine, calling Putin the world's biggest threat since World War II. And, man, if, if anybody knows, it's Cher. She added that Putin has gazillions in personal wealth. He doesn't care about his people, his oligarchs, or a free world. He didn't care about a free world. The Believe in Love singer went on to blast Putin as a Hitler who lives to starve, rape, and torture, and annihilate. She continues that she thinks that Putin is betting that NATO and the U.S. won't protect Eastern Europe and has mobile crematoriums in Poland. Oh, we need to talk about that. 
Cher's ultimate uh, suggestion is that the United States must move into Ukraine and cut off Putin's uh, giblets. Mm. Wednesday's message is far from the first time Cher has regaled her 4 million. Gosh, she still has 4 million followers. Wow. Not just people that have forgotten to unfollow her. <laughs> they don't even remember the following her at this point. Wait, Cher's still alive? Mm. Wow. I don't remember following huh. her. That's weird. A few months ago, for instance, <clears throat> Cher ranted that Putin intends to devour sovereign countries until he resurrects the USSR. Oh, that's true. She then insisted that the goal is to leave Europe unprotected while China and the Saudi Arabia uh, and Saudi Arabia bring the USA to its knees. Huh. Yeah, that's true. Cher also accused Americans of not wanting democracy. No, you, I don't. You're right. I don't want democracy. I love the republic that was set up here. Wanting women hobbled? No. Hobbled? I don't want them hobbled. Hobbled women? And hoping for racism and mistrust to reign in the U.S. No. The noted Grammy-winning foreign policy expert... <laughs> I wrote this. That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. Seems to have ignored any of Biden's failures in his foreign policy. Indeed, Cher endorsed Biden during the election cycle. She sang the old chestnut, happiness is a thing called Joe. Ugh. I, do, I don't know that song. Happiness is a thing called Joe? Is that about coffee, though? Or is it about a guy named Joe? I don't know. But she held a virtual campaign and fundraising event for him in that that's what she sang. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's a, that's a song. Happiness is a thing called Joe. Mm-hmm. But is it about coffee or is it about uh, a guy named Joe? I... Oh, in her song, Cher crooned that Joe will keep us safe. That's all you need to know. <laughs> that's all I need to know? That's all you need to know. Shut up about everything else, okay? I don't want to hear it. Cher is Peggy just awesome. Lee. Peggy Lee sang Happiness is a Thing Called Joe originally. Yeah. He, okay. he got a smile that makes the lilacs want to grow. Oh, wow. That's great. He's got a way that makes the angels heave a sigh when okay. they see little Joe passing by. I'm guessing it's not about coffee then. <laughs> uh, all right. We've all got 360 joints that uh, run from our necks down to our feet. That's, that's a whole bunch of areas that take a beating just with daily activity. And, of course, the aging process. And as we age, we lose SPMs. Those are the things that rejuvenate our joints. Well, Omega XL rejuvenates the SPMs and stops inflation so that uh, your joints uh, don't provide you with all kinds of pain. And uh, you'll also stop the process of your joints taking a, a, a beating and it can actually cause permanent damage if you leave it untaken care of for long enough. Omega XL, it restores SPMs. It rejuvenates joints and muscles. It's all natural. It's not something you're going to become addicted to. If you've tried a lot of other things and nothing has really worked, please give this a try. I think you're really going to love it. Order Omega XL at OmegaXL.com pat. When you buy one bottle, they're going to give you a second one free. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or you could use it uh, the phone as well. 800-844-4888. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888 900 
Yeah, and Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We keep getting so many conflicting reports about what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, it's really hard to know what's true and what isn't. There's this Russian crematoria that is mobile. And so they're burning bodies. And at first, the first story That's what the was, report is. Yeah. yeah they, the first story was that they were burning their own troops so that you couldn't count the bodies that they were losing. Uh-huh. They didn't want anybody to know how badly they're getting their buttocks kicked. Uh, now they're kind of saying that they're burning bodies of Ukrainians so that they can cover up the war crimes that they're committing. Yeah, that's what the uh, mayor of uh, Mariupol is saying, that that's what they're doing. Um, what does that say up there? It says, uh, so he said today that Russian, uh, the mayor, uh, mobile crematoria have started operating in the city. He mm-hmm. says tens of thousands of people could have died there. Uh, and the cremation is, quote, covering up the traces of crimes. And then they get the photo of the, the crematorium, mobile right? crematorium. Now, yeah. um, the thing is, is uh, Cernovich is reporting uh, on Twitter and completely backed up. I went and found this video. I just copied and pasted that title, found the video, and watched it this morning. That crematoria that's uh, supposedly going mobile there throughout Ukraine, burning civilians' bodies, um, that video, that's a still shot from a video where a guy in 2014, almost like a garbage man, is burning uh, hazardous waste, hazardous materials. I, I watched the video myself. So oh, the still weird. shot. So maybe it is okay, true. So that has nothing to do right, with Right. So maybe yeah. it is happening. I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm saying yeah. that the, the photo that you're disseminating as the something else. mayor of Mariupol yeah. is a video from eight years ago of a garbage man. You took a still shot of that and said, yep, this is what's happening. And that hurts your cause. Yes. This is the strangest war. Yeah. Mariupol officials have estimated that roughly 5,000 civilians have been killed. But they warned uh, yesterday that given the size of the destruction uh, caused to the city, the death toll could be in the tens of thousands because they haven't dug through all the rubble yet. Uh, The world has not seen the scale of the tragedy in Mariupol since the existence of the Nazi concentration camps. Russia occupation forces turned our entire city into a death camp, according to the Mariupol mayor. He says this is the new Auschwitz. Mm. Wow. Uh, I right. I mean, again, I don't know. Some interesting language uh, choice yeah. there. Yep. I mean, this is how every war in the future is going to be fought on social media mm-hmm. for the hearts and minds of the world. And I don't know what to believe. Well, Ukraine's winning that campaign for sure. Yes. Then we had uh, Joe Biden maybe telegraphing that we're jumping into the war in Ukraine. At a labor meeting, like at a so speech weird. for union guys. He thugs. keeps doing this kind of stuff. Uh, listen to this. This war could continue for a long time, okay. but the United States will continue to stand with Ukraine, the Ukrainian people in the fight for freedom. Mm. And I just want you to know that. And by the way, Thank you. if I got to go to war, I'm going with you guys. I tell you. Yeah, yeah. If I mean it, I gotta go to war. I'm going with you guys. What union thugs? What What is he <laughs> saying there? What do you, and are you going to war by yourself there, Joe? Or are you you're talking about uh, bringing the United States hey. military into this conflict? Is Lead that what you're by talking example, about? Example, huh? You know, even if that wasn't what he was talking about, mm-hmm. <clears throat> sending U.S. troops to help the Ukrainians. You can't keep saying these things as president of the United States. It's too important a job for you to be running off on at the mouth like that. You can't do it. 
And and this that that quote will not register a blip on CNN or no, MSNBC today. Right. But that's if Donald right. Trump had said that, oh. that's literally the only video you'd see all day. And everybody knows that's true. There's just no doubt about that. Man, un- un- unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know that if this were Trump line is just. I mean, we use it so much. But I know. It's like every day there's something that you can you can say it with. And it's the same thing we did with Obama and Bush. Yes. Yes. If Bush had said that. <laughs> right. right. And now it's if Trump had said that. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they hated Trump when he didn't say anything. So uh, things like this, this, they would have gone, they would have raved about that for two weeks, three weeks, a month. Who knows? Uh, they they still lie about some of the things that Trump said when he was office, in office. Still, years later now. Uh, all right. Also, on the uh, we were just talking about COVID a few minutes ago as well. Um, I just want you to know that Mr. T hmm? just got his second Moderna booster shot. So that means it's his fourth injection. And uh, mm-hmm. I pity the fool that hasn't done that. <laughs> Mr. T, who played uh, the legendary role yeah. of B.A. Baracus yes. in the A-Team, issued a tweet <clears throat> that he has received his second Moderna COVID-19 va- vaccine booster shot. He also said he plans to keep masking up and distancing. Good for you, mm-hmm. Mr. T. I just received my second Moderna booster vaccine, and I feel good. I'm still going to wear my mask and keep my distance because the virus ain't over. Fool. <laughs> and then I, I guess he growled because that's an actual quote. Uh, wow. The virus ain't over, fool. G-R-R-R. Oh, wow. Grr. Wow. Yeah, so Th- he, then he threw Murdoch uh, yeah. down a flight of stairs. <laughs> right. 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 So... Oh. Hey, Pity the fool. It's not vaccinated. Hey, hey, Rob, can you play the thing uh, uh, in Shanghai real quick? Play this clip real quick if you can. They're on lockdown in Shanghai. I mean, it's it's on again. Oh, we'll, yeah, we got to We'll translate this for you in a minute. This is amazing. Terrifying. Yeah, uh, that's coming up. <laughs> Triple eight, nine hundred We were just uh, showing you the announcement being made in a Chinese city. Well, it's in Shanghai. Mm. Shanghai residents uh, are going to their balconies to sing and protest the lack of supplies they have. Mm-hmm. So they're outside singing because they've been locked down and I guess they're tired of it. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> the... The Chinese government sent out a little announcement for him. A little drone appears oh, and is making a uh, an announcement. Let's see that again. Okay. It, supposedly, I don't know why they're speaking gibberish, but apparently <laughs> what they meant here was, okay. please comply with COVID restrictions. Control your soul's desire for freedom. Do not open the window or sing. Wow. Oh, 
Okay. So they're telling them they can't even open their windows, nor can they sing. Wow, that's amazing. I'm telling you, man, people like Fauci want this stuff to get imported here yet again. And you know what's interesting is that they make the announcement, control your soul's desire for freedom. So you're admitting that that the human experience has a soul, first of all, and that your soul has a desire to be free. Mm -hmm. And you're denying that to them. Hmm. Huh. All right. Well, then. Isn't that interesting? Sure Screw, is. Your <laughs> Screw your freedom. Thank you, Arnold Schwarzenegger, chiming in yeah, there. Arnold kind of going the other way there. <laughs> Screw your freedom. <laughs> the only thing he left out was don't open your window and sing. Don't open your window or sing. <laughs> uh, and this, we got this insanity going on in our country. Well, yeah, I mean... So many things going on in the world Mm -hmm. between wars and rumors of wars (laughs) and pandemics, disease, and people can't even identify what gender they are. We can't even, we can't even mention the word woman Mm -hmm. for some reason now, I guess. Groomers aplenty out there. We've got this California city now trying to uh, give universal income to transgender non-binary residents. A California city is planning to give universal basic income to transgender non-binary residents. In Palm Springs, California, transgenders are eligible to receive a uh, UBI of up to $900 a month solely for identifying as transgender or Uh non-binary. No no, no strings attached. Uh, I'm I'm transgender. Oh, I've always felt like there's right. a woman inside of me just screaming to get out. Yeah. Always felt that way. So. <laughs> I haven't wanted to talk about it. Where's my cash? Uh, but, yeah, I need the 900 bucks a month, please. please. Thank you. The new pilot program will have $200,000 set aside for allocation after a unanimous vote by the Palm Springs City Council last week. Well, not great. So if you're non-binary, transgendered, 900 bucks a month can be yours just for the asking. What an illegal favoritism. Mm-hmm. This is good. And you know what? Palm Springs can print their own currency. Stop devaluing mine. Yeah. Did they get some sort of grant from the government like everybody else did, except for me, apparently, uh, on this whole uh, COVID thing? Must have. A- and this is how they're going to distribute it? Mm-hmm. 20 transgender and non-binary Palm Springs residents. Only 20 will receive the free money. Mm. Funded by taxpayers. For 18 months. Wow, must be nice. With advocacy-based health center DAP Health and LGBT advocacy group Queer Works managing the program. Oh. oh. Well, Queer Works oh. is good. Well, yeah, I, mean, I trust Queer Works completely, don't you? I, queer Works. Uh, <laughs> what in the world? Queer Works. Yeah, they'll manage it. Yeah, it'll be good. Now, I think this is probably... Hmm. And I don't know. I think this is from the same fund because I read this story and it didn't say like where this money originated. I bet this is the same money that that went to like Tom Brady's company. You know, the federal government just passing out money to businesses and cities and states (laughs) and say, whatever, here. Mm -hmm. Here's four million. Oh, you remember that chart we had yesterday and we showed that the money supply has gone up 600% Mm -hmm. since what's his name took over? Jerome Powell. Uh, the point that someone made on that uh, graph was that at its highest was Robert Mugabe. 
uh, he had printed up. Um, they were one hundred and three percent of right. the money supply. Mm-hmm. And so we've we've gone and done it six times worse to our currency. So good times than are ahead. Zimbabwe. Did. Than Zimbabwe did with Robert Mugabe. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, and we know that turned out really well. Right. So this just. Oh, help us. <laughs> this is not going to end well. Speaking of California, they're one step closer also to determining who could receive reparations from the state. Man, they want to give away money so badly they just can't. They just can't stop. <laughs> Transgender, non-binary. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and reparations for, for blacks. In a closely watched decision, the state's reparations task force voted Tuesday night to move forward with compensation for African-American descendants of enslaved people and descendants of freed black people living in the United States before the 19th century. This is a big deal as California's reparations effort is the first of its scale and is likely to serve as a model for the rest of the nation. Not to mention Tuesday's decision was highly contentious. No. What kind of haters would want to deny reparations to black people who didn't go through slavery. I think you just said it right there. Haters. The the vote, five to four, came after weeks of debate about whether reparations should be for all 2.6 million black Californians or limited to those who can trace their lineage to enslaved people. The panel ultimately decided to focus on those most hurt by slavery instead of the more broadly addressing the effects of racism directed at black people. That's not the point of reparations. Reparations is responding to the injuries of the specific group, according to Joe Van Scott Lewis, UC Berkeley professor and a task member. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a community for who for centuries has been demanding recognition. In September 2020, California created the nine-member task force to study and recommend reparations. Panel is supposed to complete a report by the summer of 2023 oh, good. that would detail who should get reparations and in what form and what amount. So they're saying that, yes, there's going to be reparations. Now yep. we just get to figure out how much. Who gets them? Who gets them? How much? And how much do you get? All right. Okay. Progress. Good. Let's right. just separate ourselves even more. Please. We're just not, we're not divided enough <laughs> yet, are we? We're just not. Uh, also, here's an interesting op-ed from uh, is this from Spinquark? Mm-hmm. Seattle professor claiming physics is racist, white supremacy <laughs> is rampant. Yeah. in classrooms. You know this. <laughs> you know it. everybody does. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Somebody finally just took everybody pen to it. paper. And they're <clears throat> going to tell us how. A Seattle Pacific University professor claims that white supremacy permeates introductory physics classes. It's research. That is meant to explain why so few black people are in the field of study, but it reads like a parody. <laughs> Dr. Amy Robertson, chronically ill and disabled, physics PhD That's holding. How... PhD holding, thin, wealthy white woman. That's how she describes herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, equity consultant, Reverend <laughs> W. Tolly Hairston, an African-American. Here's how he describes himself. African-American male and lifelong learner, researcher, and educator of equity-inclusive frameworks Okay. use critical race theory to claim that racism and white supremacy are endemic to college and graduate-level physics courses. <laughs> the study's authors acknowledge that their research is instructed by their own political beliefs. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And the research itself is stunningly racist. The authors capitalize black, Hispanic, and students 
or people of color, but we choose not to capitalize white. Oh, okay. Because, oh, I'm hurt. Because it is a socially constructed category. Wow. That was created for the purposes of dominance and exclusion. Oh. Okay, so what right. What would you like us to call ourselves? <laughs> um, wasps? Well, I mean, what do you want? No, we can be white. We just don't crackers? capitalize the W. Oh, we can't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robertson and Hairston argue that the physics classroom constructs and maintains whiteness in the field. The paper argues it's white supremacy for a professor to call on students who raise their hands, regardless of the race of anyone involved. They don't want classroom participation. Remarkably, the research paper even maintains that using a whiteboard is an example of white supremacy culture. (laughs) If you were to write a satire on whiteness in physics, you would not live up to this research. That is awesome. God, wow. Robertson and Hairston focus on the whiteness of physics, but not on the, uh, yeah, but the dense, myopic research paper could apply to any discipline. Observing whiteness in introductory physics, a case study was published in the March edition of the journal Physical Review Physics Education Research which I read religiously. I never miss an issue of physical review, physics education research. Okay. I love it. Then what's your favorite section? Uh, the section of on, uh, on physics being racist. Is that in every issue? Uh, just about, yeah. Wow. Yeah, They've really gone downhill. Mm-hmm. They really have. Huh. They argue that the invisible nature of whiteness, the invisible nature of whiteness is a primary means through which... White dominance goes unchallenged, and that making whiteness visible is one way to disrupt white dominance. Gobbledygook. White supremacy dominance can be maintained by people regardless of their race. Mm. Oh, so black people can be white supremacists. Oh, yeah. yeah. Indeed, whiteness does not require actors to be white in order to participate in whiteness, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even if the benefits of participating may be conferred disproportionately to white or white passing people. Blah, 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 blah. What garbage this is. People pay money. What hate. To sit in this Saturday Night Live bizarro world skit of a class. And yet... They don't even cite what evidence they have that physics is is uh, racist. Think, what what are they saying is racist about? I it? think the fact that that you're demonstrating it on a whiteboard. Well, okay, you got the whiteboard. That's a, right. They do have the whiteboard thing. And don't you dare capitalize the W in white. I just I make you know. sit out in the hall. Unbelievable. You like this world? Uh, it's pretty fun. Not right, right now. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. All right, let me tell you about Scoremaster. Uh, you, we should all be abiding by the three-week rule. Um, what is that? That's when you wait three weeks to buy pretty much anything, to buy a new car, to refinance your home mortgage, or any major pur- purchase, really. Why three weeks? Because that's how fast the average Scoremaster user takes to boost his or her credit score by an average of 61 points. 61 points added to your credit score could save you tens of thousands of dollars on everything uh, you finance. Scoremaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. Scoremaster is so easy, it takes maybe a minute to get started. And you don't have to wait months for your best credit score. Try Scoremaster for free. See how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash pat. That's 
scoremaster.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, all right, we got a message here for today's Democrat voter. Um, I, I think Democrats will appreciate this. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. What is it? Where is she? Where, where is it on this list? Here? If you're a liberal you. in America, honest to God question for you, not rhetorical. Is this, everything that we're seeing two years into Joe Biden's presidency, really what you voted for? Is war in Eastern Europe and, as a consequence, conflict in China and Asia and the Middle East really what you voted for? Is the highest inflation we've seen in, like, 50 years really what you voted for? Are the highest average gas prices this country has ever seen really what you voted for? Is the Democrat Party continuing to attempt to legalize infanticide on a state-by-state basis really what you voted for? Is teaching black kids through CRT that they will never be successful in this country based on the color of their skin really what you voted for? Or teaching kindergartners about sex really what you voted for? Honest to God question. Because I have a hard time believing liberals in this country can't admit the Democrat Party has left them behind. Mm. Mm. Legitimate. I mean, some people did vote for that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, some did. Some did. Especially infanticide. They don't. They don't care about that at all. Democrats now have gone so far left on abortion that I don't seem to care about it at all. How does a Joe Manchin remain a Democrat? I don't know. Is it because the Senate is deadlocked 50-50 and he doesn't want to be hated so much by handing over power to the Republicans? Maybe. I mean, Zell Miller switched. I mean, he was like, all right, mm-hmm. this is... Well, no, he didn't. He sw- yeah, he didn't switch to Republican. Somebody no, did. Uh, go Jim Jeffords switched from Republican to Democrat. Mm-hmm. Zell did not. Maybe yeah, I think you're right. Maybe independent. I don't know. But I mean, it's not unprecedented. If if a party is so misaligned, Ronald Reagan did it. If mm-hmm. if a party has literally left you behind at that point, I think it's the moral thing to do. If if you're conflicted with the values that are represented by the D after your name. Mm-hmm. Then switch, mm-hmm. or at least become independent, man. Yes, and then caucus with whoever, but become yeah. independent. Uh, it's not just Democrats uh, who have a complete monopoly on idiocy. <laughs> there are some Republicans as well, like Utah Republican Governor Spencer Cox, sharing his preferred pronouns with students to teach kids leadership with equity and inclusion. Okay. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. I am Governor Spencer Cox, and I have the pleasure today of hosting the first One Utah Student Town Hall. And uh, my preferred pronouns are he, him, and his. Okay. Uh, So so thank you for sharing yours with me. Uh Okay, so he had everybody share their pronouns with him. That's good. And then he shared his uh, preferred pronouns, which (sighs) are... He, him, his, his. Okay. I mean, that's kind of mm. that's boring at this point. Kind of, yeah. Right? You know, I don't, I don't, you know, go out on. If a your limb. pronouns aren't anything unusual, maybe you should just keep them to yourself. Yeah, you know, that's that's fair. 
In fact, even if they are unusual, keep them to yourself. <laughs> I can't take it. Yeah, that was a Republican governor what of Utah. Pandering. What absolute unbelievable pandering. You're the governor of Utah, you moron. What are you doing? Ah, uh, my pie. I'm Spencer Cox. My preferred pronouns are he, him, his. And thank you so much uh, for sharing your pronouns with me. I enjoy knowing that uh, that there are some men out there who want to go by she, her, he, hers. Uh, I like that a lot, mm. and I think you're very brave, and that's really wonderful. Yeah. So you know, whenever there's that's a, pathetic. Uh, a big event pathetic. in the state of Utah, uh-huh. Spencer Cox is hanging out in the corner, chatting it up with Mitt Romney for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spencer Cox is obviously from the uh, uh, the Mike Levitt School of Utah politics. Oh yeah, is, Mike Levitt. I don't know. Uh, it's it's he's the former governor of Utah and controls a lot of the establishment Republican nonsense that goes on there, uh-huh. and uh, raises money uh, against Mike Lee and uh, Mike Lee fighting for his life up there. Although it looks like he's going to crush his competition. That what's his face that we voted for um, a couple of years ago, and I really regret it. Oh, Evan. Uh, Oh, oh, Evan oh. McMullen. Uh, McMullen, yeah. Wait a minute. I'm just mm-hmm. reading up here on Spencer Cox. Did I read this correctly? He is LDS. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. And he's. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm. I. I give up. Yeah. 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 Okay. So is Mitt Romney. Look yeah. at those two. Yeah, but but I. Doofuses. At least not yet. I haven't heard Mitt uh, tell us his personal pronouns. <laughs> I mean, when you've got Mormons giving their personal pronouns, mm-hmm. it's over. <laughs> I mean, it's it was a My good run. America pronouns are oh, it's just it's just total capitulation to the absolute insanity that is going on right now. It's absolute done. insanity. We're done. We're done. You know, we 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 missed out the other day on first contact day. Oh no! Did I miss another day? You missed another day. I am the worst producer ever. Yesterday you missed. Um, <sighs> I, I missed the asexual it was day. The asexual day, yeah. and then I think last week was first contact day. It was day two, days s- two days ago. Two days ago, yeah. April fifth. Okay, yeah, it's the seventh I, now. I apologize. So TV's uh, Rob down the hall. Yeah, made sure we knew about first contact See, day that we job. forgot about it. He he could have reminded us. I don't know. Well, he on first contact day. Well, he wasn't here that day, so it fell. Oh, to, that's fell, right. It fell to me. Okay, and mm-hmm. I dropped the ball on first contact day. So that, of course, is the day when Vulcans. The first made contact with humans. Of course is the day. On April 5th, 2063. <laughs> <laughs> That's only, uh, <laughs> gosh, th- you know. 41 years out? 41 years from now. How's my math? Check it. The site of the first contact is near the town of Bozeman, Montana. Nice. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know there's got to be huh. nerdlings out there, Trekkies that are already... They've booked a hotel for, uh, you know, a hotel that probably won't even be there in 41 years. There's mm-hmm. got to be special events already on the calendar, the city of Bozeman for, for 2063. I'll bet there are, yeah. I'll bet there are. <laughs> but we need first contact because the world has gotten so crazy. We've mm-hmm. got a Utah governor who, yes, is LDS, uh, giving his preferred pronouns. Preferred Le- pronouns, yeah. Leading it off, really, his discussion uh, of the day with his preferred pronouns. And thank you for sharing yours with me. I appreciate that. I love that a lot. Oh, That's really great. Oh, So, yes, please, Vulcans, come and take us away. Uh, cause I'd be good with that. 
<laughs> at, at this point, I, I am sign me up, man. Pretty much over, mm-hmm. you know, for our species. What, what's going on there? Uh, I mean, something we don't have time for. Oh shoot! Well, yeah, we don't have time, time for. I mean, no, because then you'd have to have the phone call. Oh, that, then, that that wouldn't do mm-hmm. it. That wouldn't do it. Yeah. It this would, wouldn't do it. It wouldn't do it. It would just it would just take care of a spot. It wouldn't. <sighs> All right. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Thank you, Just Too Muck and Fudge, for giving me the opening for an animal video. And here it is. All right, look. See, you ever have this uh, when you're when you're watching? You're looking at your phone, and your pet really wants your attention. No. I have this. Matilda barks at me. She goes, "Huh, huh." Mm-hmm. Look at me. Huh. Look at those birds. Birds like, "Hey, dude, look at me." Mm-hmm. They climbs up on there. <laughs> sets him aside. Birds like, "Nope." I'm more important than the phone. <laughs> Pretty cute, right? That's cute. adorable. It's really adorable. <sighs> yeah. This guy's trying to do something on his phone. Know your place, Bernie. I think it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes a good bingo score, Are you too. Serious? Yeah, he's serious. Love yeah, on him, man. Love on the little bird, dude. Aw. <laughs> so there you go. So there, there it is. Hope you got your highlighter out. <laughs> okay. I think we're good. There Thanks. you go. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. That was a fabulous animal. Thank you for sharing that, Keith. Just do muck and fudge coming through for the people. Yeah, because that's really good. <clears throat> it was really worth, well worth the time. It was, wasn't it? Martin, was that worth it? Yeah. That was great. See? See, he likes it. He loves it. He loves it. Everybody loves a good animal video, whether it's a bird hopping around or a dog barking or whatever. Or a donkey laughing. Or those, a donkey. Are, those are always really good. Donkey laughing. Donkey that laughs. Yeah, yeah, good really, ones. really good. So, all right, coming up on <laughs> overtime, uh, we've got some really cool things uh, to share with you. One of them: Biden claiming ignorance on Hunter Biden's uh, dealings on his son's dealings. We got twelve pieces of evidence that kind of say nice. otherwise. That kind of say suggest maybe he did know something about Hunter's Not business Joe. dealings. Joe doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, Joe Joe knows. They never talk about their Joe business knows. dealings when they hang out or whatever. Right, right. He didn't even know that he worked with uh, Ukraine, mm. China, or anybody else. I, so if you wanted to watch what? Pat Gray Overtime, what would you do? Well, I if I wasn't signed up yet, I would go to uh, blazetv.com slash pat, enter the promo code moreunleashed, and I'd get $15 wow. off my year-long subscription. Wow! Wouldn't that be great? Yeah.